Hello and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Report. I am your host, Arthur Mosley, here as we continue our preseason uh, podcast interview series, Conversations with Coaches. Today we're on the line with Caleb Carmian, the head coach of the Kennesaw Mountain High School Mustangs. Coach Carmian, how are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am doing well. Coach, uh, Second is it the second or third day of padded, padded practice as we speak today? Uh, today was actually the f- our first day oh, of pass. Okay, how, how did that how did that go? Uh, get, kids get acclimated well, I, pretty well. I, actually, yeah, we finished all acclimation stuff and got ready to go out and pass today. And there was a, a a very annoying thunderstorm too close for us to even put pads on and go full speed. So we, it was just a almost another acclimation day for us. So our, our kids are still really hungry to put the pads on and really start hitting. So we just got to hopefully hopefully Mother Nature will will help us out tomorrow. Well, hopefully so. Cut kind of Murphy's law with with that. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. But um, it, it, like you said, they're probably chomping at the bit to get after it. So you should have some good energy tomorrow, I'd imagine. Um, that's that's the goal. That's what we're hoping for. Get kind of simulate a little Friday because it's obviously Friday, but it's also going to be hopefully their first day to actually put the pads on and, and go live and see see what some of these guys can do. Coach, tell us a little bit about your coaching history. Where'd you get your start? Uh, why'd you get into coaching? And who's kind of influenced you the most? Yeah, so I, uh, I actually graduated from Kennesaw Mountain. I, I played football there for all four years in high school. And then after I graduated, I went and played at a shorter university in Rome, Georgia. It was the, uh, the first, I was the first, the inaugural team, the first team that they ever had at shorter and, uh, played for a guy named Phil Jones, who, who probably, you know, between my high school coach, Scott Jones, and then my college coach, Phil Jones, those two guys probably had, you know, the, the most, the most impact on me deciding to be a coach. Um, after I got done playing, Coach Jones at Shorter offered me an opportunity to come on and, and GA for a year, and then I coached for, for another half of the year. And uh, it was it was just a great opportunity. I think being around Phil Jones at Shorter was really where I started to, to decide that that's what I wanted to what I wanted to get into because he put he just put such an emphasis on the importance of relationships, and you know it's something that I've seen myself carry on. You know. I knew it was going to be a big part of my coaching career when I when I decided I wanted to be a head coach. I knew I wanted to pursue this. I knew that relationships is what I was, what I what I kind of learned under, and how important you know those guys are, those guys you work for, you work with, and, and then also as a player, that perspective too, those guys you play with and you play for, you know that's that's a, that's a huge part of it for me. That's kind of what you know motivated me. Because, you know, playing in any team sport, once you kind of get that feeling of being in the locker room and being with guys and, and developing relationships, those are those are things that kind of, you know, really, really resonate and, and go with you throughout the rest of your life. So I think that that kind of got me into coaching. And then after I got done GAing and, and coaching there for a shorter for a year, I went to Coosa High School in Rome, Georgia, right down the road for for a year and coached for Chad Perry. I coached there for um, for a year, coached outside linebackers and wide receivers, and just kind of got my my feet wet in high school. I actually never really thought I wanted to be be a high school coach when I got into coach. I thought I wanted to stay in the in the college game, and it turns out, you know, God had different plans for me. But uh, after that, after I, one year at Coosa, I was blessed with an opportunity to go out to Gainesville, Georgia, at Johnson High School for four years to go be a uh, offensive coordinator out there. And you know, we first year there, we had the the best record the school had and I think the previous like 10 years so after after I finished there for four years I came back to Kennesaw and 
was here for two years as an assistant, and then this is now going to be my second year as the uh, head coach. Coach, you mentioned this uh, year number two for you. A uh, couple of questions on that. What are the some of the expectations uh, of you for your program, and also what are you looking forward to most this upcoming season? Yeah, you know, as far as, you know, from a program perspective, year number two, I've, I've told a lot of people that I'm really excited about because now I feel like I've got another year with a group who, you know, who kind of starting to understand the way that we want things done, the way that we want to practice, the way that we want to play, the way we want to conduct ourselves in the school and in the community. I think, you know, I think culture is an overused word today as far as, you know, coaches go, but I, I'm going to use it again because I think it is, does play a huge role. And I think year number two, we start to really see that culture shift. I think, you know, year number one, it's, it was my first year as a head coach and it was like drinking through a, through a fire hose as far as, you know, all the information that I had to process, all the, all the, the flexibility you have to have and then trying to, you know, coach, coach, coach football, just kind of, it was a lot going on. So being able to really focus on that culture shift and that culture change this year, I think that's, that's the most exciting thing. You know, we, we, we lost, we graduated over 30 seniors last year, uh, 10 starters on offense, eight starters on defense. And this, this group we have right now, I, I, there's not a whole lot of, you know, big name guys that a lot of people outside of our program are going to know about, but man, they, they are really coming together. They play for each other and they just, they're tough, man. They, I'm excited to see, to see them on a Friday night when it's live and, and bullets are flying to see them, you know, rely on each other because they, they're really embracing that, that brotherhood mentality and that, that re- the relationship focus that we've tried to emphasize throughout, you know, the summer and all the way back into the spring. So I'm excited to see how these guys come together and how some of these, these guys who, who were, you know, the next guy up last year are now going to be the guy. See how they handle that that Friday night atmosphere. Coach, you might have stolen some of my thunder on my next question with your answer <laughs> to my previous question, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway if, there, if there's something else going on here. What is the biggest one of the biggest challenges you and your staff face coming into into this season? Is that, that loss of the 30 seniors from last season and 18 starters? Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the, the most obvious one. Um, you know, we had a lot of really good players that, I think eight, eight or nine of them are now playing at the collegiate level. Three of them are playing in the SEC this year. I mean, it's, it was a really good group of players and a really good, good group of guys. But, you know, this year we're having to having to find out who our new guys are going to be. But I think that they it, – it's a it's an obstacle, but it's also extremely exciting for me. You know, I, I, that's, why we, that's why we coach is to be able to kind of see a kid who, as a freshman and a sophomore, didn't really play that much but just continue to work hard. And now as he's heading into his junior year – He's going to get his, his opportunity and let all that all that work he's put in come, come to fruition. On the phone with Coach Caleb Carmian, the head coach of the Kennesaw Mountain High School Mustangs. Coach, we ta- you talked about some of those younger guys. Can you give us some names to get familiar with that, like you said, inside the program they might know, but around around uh, the region or around the state or around uh, Cobb County people might not know. So who are some of the names uh, of these players that uh, – to get familiar with who will have an impact uh, for you this season? Yeah, um, you know, we've got a, a safety who will be one of the returners on defense. His name's Tyler Fields. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll come back and play. He's been a starter since he was a freshman at Kennesaw Mountain. Um, he'll play both sides of the ball defense, and he'll play some receiver as well. Um, we got a, a, an offensive lineman who's the only returning starter that we have on offense. He was our center last year. His name's Jack Mullahan. He actually is a, a rower. He row, he's, he's on a, a rowing team at uh, East Cobb. 
So that's that's his off season activity. So it's a, a, a unique combination of a offensive lineman and a runner. I don't, I don't quite understand it, but kid works really really hard. And then uh, got a quarterback named Luke Staggs, who actually played some corner for us in the spring game. Uh, had a pick six and another interception in the spring game, and then threw two touchdowns, I believe. So we're excited to see see him step out. He actually didn't start playing football since his sophomore year in high school. So. It's, it's a, this should be a really exciting year for him. He's really bought in and become a team guy. But you know, we got we got a lot of guys. Sean Frisbee is going is to be a, sen- a senior linebacker for us. Be a, this will be his third year starting. And then we've got another, another linebacker named Hudson Freeze who will also who will also start for us. So we got we got those guys. And like I said, it's it's, it's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of them. I can sit here and name probably 22. <laughs> Not a lot of people have heard about, but we're really excited about all of them. Coach, have there been any players uh, over the summer or or, com- or in workouts coming up to the regular to start of the uh, uh, practice in the fall who have kind of turned your head and say, "Wow, this guy's turned the corner." Uh, maybe some guys that are a little bit younger that uh, might be headed for a big season. You know, I, I don't know if there's a specific guy, but I, I do know. See, we don't have I've, we don't have a freshman team. I I want all of our freshmen. I want them to practice with us. So we actually just have a varsity and a JV, which is good because that means all summer I get to coach our freshmen up. And we've got a, we've got a very, very talented group of freshmen as, as a whole that it will not surprise me at all if after about, you know, week two or three, you don't see a lot of those guys as, as freshmen playing on Friday nights. I think, you know, that, that group as a whole has had success through middle school and it's, they're very, they're very competitive and it's a really good group. But we got, we got those guys and then, uh, we got a, a receiver who he plays. He played a lot last year, but he's really just coming on strong. His name's Xavier Rogers. I think you know he, he played and had had some had some flashes for us last year, but he's been he's really stepped up as a leader. He and a uh, our safety named Maurice Bobo. Both of those guys have both you know stepped up for us and done a really great job in the weight room and the in the speed and agility work, and then you know it's carrying over onto the field for him. So I'm excited to see. See those guys get under those lights for sure. Coach, let's talk about some of the guys off the field. Uh, who were the high performers in the classroom and in the community for you? Yeah, um, you know, Jack Mullahan, the, the offensive lineman and the rower that I talked about, he, <laughs> he, he's a – we at Kennesaw Mountain's a magnet school for science. Okay. And Jack, and Jack is in our magnet program. I, I don't know what his GPA is. Honestly, it's, it's a lot higher than I can calculate. I think it's like a – it's above a 4.0. So he's a he's a great a great student force while also balancing the football and the and the rowing side of it for sure. Coach, let's switch uh, a little bit to talk about your schedule. I, I know when I ask this question, I preface it by by using the old cliche one game at a time. But for you guys in your program, are there any games circled on the schedule? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think for us, it's it's every region game is circled. We are we are in this. Is, probably going to get to this too but we're in the sec of the region of of the state of georgia i think when you look at regions uh north cobb north paulding marietta mckeechern and uh hillgrove are all in our region and all you got to do is find a way to win two of them which you know if you know anything about those programs good luck picking two (laughs) out of there that better better an easy win for sure but they those are that's every one of those teams and we're all in Cobb County, we're all except for North Pauline, but they're probably 15 minutes away from us. So like, everything around here is really, really close. Um, I think that that that's that's always the, the big point. Just when it it gets real because you're playing for 
for that play for a playoff spot. And with that with that caliber of team, it's it's an extremely competitive environment for sure. Coach, that uh, you great segue into my next question. We're going to talk a little bit about your region, like you mentioned. As as I'm kind of doing my prep work, uh, I'm, I'm taking a look at your uh, kind of the returners in the region, and I'm looking at uh, you know Marietta. Uh, you know, four star, five star, four star, five star. Uh, uh, McEachern, four star, five star, four. You know, Hillgrove, same deal. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like you said, there's no, there's no, there's no hole in that schedule. Uh, and uh, kind of give us your your outlook on that region and, and what do you expect to see in region play? Uh, I expect to see a lot of talent. That's for sure. I, I think I saw I saw a stat today where this is the first time like the number one player and number two player. And definitely the state and maybe the country. I don't know. Uh, the, there's a D lineman at Hillgrove and a the tight end at Marietta, and they, we play both of them like back to like Hillgrove, North Paulding, and we play Marietta. So it's we're gonna see. And then of course at Marietta, they've got the the quarterback who's really really good. I think he's a top ten quarterback in the nation. They got a whole bunch of receivers and another DN. I mean, there, there's a lot of talent in our in our region alone. I think it's a testament to you know. I, I, I think last year we had a lot of really talented players as well, but as far as like from the recruiting perspective. But I think that, you know, they we had a lot of really talented players last year, and that's just a testament to this this area and the way that kids train. I think the coaches in this in, in our region, I think that there's six of the, or five of the of the best coaches in the state in our region just because they all, you know, they, they prove it year in and year out. So I think that that's – that's a testament to them and what they do, but I mean, it's just a it's a very talent rich area, for sure. That's all of Cobb, but especially our region, because like you said, once once we hit week six, it's like a gauntlet for us. On the phone with Coach Caleb Carmian and Coach, we've got a few more questions, and then we'll let you get back uh, back to to your your night job uh, <laughs> as as a parent, uh, Coach. If you weren't coaching or teaching, what career would you have chosen? I don't. I don't really know. My uh, my undergrad degree is in communications, so I, I think that I probably thought I wanted to be on like a sports reporter or a sportscaster, broadcaster, or, or something, something along that line. I never really allowed myself to get too far in. I just knew I wanted to be around sports and especially football. I wasn't really, never really got into you know what what exactly it would have been, but I just I'm very fortunate that that God showed me the way it's supposed to go. Coach, what do you want your legacy to be when you're finished coaching? How do you want to be remembered? Um, I want to be I want to be remembered as a guy who really cared about his players and his coaches that he, that he worked with. Um, that you know that, that people mattered more than wins. And at the end of the day, if, if you were a member of of, a, of one of my programs that you left as a as a better person and went on to become a contributing successful member of society. Well said, Coach. Well said. Hey, I've got one more question for you, and I'm going to uh, toss you up a, up a softball here. Uh, I'm, a, okay. I'm, a, I'm a big eater uh, on, and uh, love, love to hear the great spots around, around the state of Georgia, especially on Friday night. So if somebody's coming to the Paulding County game or coming, to, coming over from Cherokee County to watch, uh, watch you guys play Cherokee, uh, where is the best place in Kennesaw, North North Cobb, to get a pregame meal? Oh man, I, that's tough. So there's a place right across the street that I got I got to plug them, and that's that's Old Town. For they do a lot of wings and you know and that type of food. It's a good pregame meal. But but honestly, I, I'm gonna have to tell you, it's probably a, a restaurant called Otter's Chicken. 
it's kind of like kind of like Zaxby's. They uh they got all the fried chicken, chicken wraps, you know, all that type of stuff. I gotta I gotta plug it because the owner is is one of my former college teammates and and helps us out a lot in our program. And they got some really really good food. So I think I think Otters should have to be has to be the other spot for sure. There you have it. A couple of good places <laughs> to get some chicken: Old Town and then Otters Chicken. Coach Carmian, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Certainly do wish you and the Mustangs a great, great deal of luck and success this season. And uh, hopefully we can talk to you sometime later on this year. Yes, sir. Anytime. I appreciate it. Thanks again to head coach Caleb Carmian, the head coach of the Kennesaw Mountain High Mustangs. The Mustangs will get their season started, the regular season started, excuse me, on August 30th as they host Paulding County. Once again, the Mustangs play in that very difficult Region 3 Class 7A. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt, T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody. 